Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning. Many parents are wondering, how much effort should I make to have my children study in my religion? What kind of thoughts do you have on that? Look at the activity, talking to parents, look at the activity, the time that you spent with other things you do. How much time do you spend seeing that your child has lessons in something? How much time do you see that your children spend in sports? Religion requires an equal time. That's all. That's all. You already have the model. You spend X number of hours practicing soccer. Same, you should be spending the same amount of time learning Hebrew. You spend X number of time practicing pitching or swinging a baseball bat. Equal time studying traditions, customs, and ceremonies. So I think people already have a measure out there. It's just that too often we put religion and our own religion either at the bottom of the priority list or not on the list at all. And then we wonder why our children don't seem to know or can't understand or feel alienated. No, it's not a mystery. We're just not spending equal time. Well, with soccer and baseball, your children are, are theoretically enjoying that. Uh, and if the situation changed and the, your, your son or daughter said, I, I really don't like soccer anymore. It's, you know, the coaches yell at me and the other kids don't think and I'm not very good. And typically in those situations, you'll give the pep talk and say, keep going. But after a while, you'll say, okay, well, we'll do something else. But what about if you're going to Hebrew Sunday school and the kids are saying, I really don't like this. I don't want to get up on Sunday. What do you do then as a parent? It's the responsibility of the teachers in the religious school. And if you listened to my recording about my own experience, it was terrible and it drove me away. And it doesn't have to be that way. So let's talk about the other side of the coin. The other side is the religious school has a responsibility to teach to the student and to have an environment that makes it pleasant that's not browbeating the kids, that's not making them belittle them, it's not making them feel inferior. All the things that I went through, and maybe some of you went through, were demeaning. They were mean, they were mean-spirited, and you were pressured, and there is no reason to do that. So, Joe, that's an excellent question, because the responsibility on the part of the staff is to present the material in such a way that it doesn't drive people away. Now, there always is that element of, I don't wanna get up or the time. Well, I now meet with my uh, 10th grade students in the evening on Sunday, not Sunday morning. So I accommodate their daily schedule. We could do the same thing with all our students. We could do the same things with Hebrew. We could create levels so that each student is working on the level they're on and not put in a class where they're the slowest or the fastest. And so I put the responsibility back on the school to create a, an environment that's giving, an environment that's welcoming, so that kids are less likely to wanna opt out. Now, some will wanna opt out. At that point as a parent, you have to sit down and say, there are some things that are important enough that 
we need to override, I don't wanna do this or I don't feel comfortable doing this. And the question would be how the uncomfortable truly is the environment. And you wanna to talk to the teachers, the religious school director. You wanna talk with someone who's in charge of the program and say, what are you doing? You're driving my child away. You drove Rabbi Block away. Why do you wanna drive people away? Don't we wanna bring them in? And so working together. But there was always that point, Joe, as we both know in our lives, that there are some things that we need to discipline ourselves or have our parents because the outcome is worth the, the struggle. Let's talk about that for a second. Suppose we have the teachers are trying to be cooperative. The, uh, the parents are being enthusiastic. The child just does not like religious school. What would, you, what would you tell parents to say to their kids? What kind of motivation would you give? Let's not send them to Sunday school. You're a parent, There's, there is time. If we look at our priorities, we find we have time to go to Starbucks and get a latte of some ridiculous kind. And so we have time to do all kinds of things. As a parent, let's set aside some time to look at Judaism to look at customs and traditions. And that's a wee time. That's perfect for doing things. And you know your child. And then you can tailor what you're doing, whether it's around the dinner table, around a pizza. You can have a discussion. There are lots of holidays, Passover, Pur Purim, a couple of days ago. So that's your topic. We're gonna to be celebrating Purim next week. I'm gonna tell you a few things. Let's read this, the story. Let's talk about the story. and. I think the problem being prioritizing our time. And we, have, we as parents have to discipline ourselves and say that our religion is important enough. I have time to do this. And we set it aside. And that would be another option. And now with Zoom becoming all pervasive and ubiquitous, we could arrange a Zoom time. I'll be glad to talk with your kids, talk with you. I'll be right, go to time. So it really is, do you want to do it? And the answer is, it really is a good thing to do. And I wanna program in those of you who are thinking of having two religions in the home, it is even more important that you spend time and not just send your child to a Jewish religious school and to another religious school to learn about their religion because they're gonna have a hard time balancing them. So if you truly wanna have two religions, expose your child to both religions and have them able to make a decision later in life, then it's extremely important that you spend time with them and show them that I do this, your father does this, your mother does this, I do this. And these are the similarities, these are the differences, and these are our rituals. And that way, the child can feel comfortable moving in both and won't feel, gee, what if I choose daddy's religion? What will mommy think? Or if I choose mommy, what will daddy think? No, you're both presenting both. And their religions lend themselves to that because it's all about attaining the divine, just different ways of uniting with God. Well, so here's the last question. And I think it's a tough one. Suppose you did not have a religious upbringing and the parents realize this is something that's been missing from our lives and we want to 
have our children have this in their lives, but we don't know how to do it and we don't know anything about it. What's the solution there? The reason that's a tough question is because it's asking us as adults to look at ourselves. And as human beings, we really don't like doing inventory. We really don't like looking at what I believe and what I don't believe. So the answer to question lies in the parent, you who are listening, have to sit down with yourself or your partner and what do you believe about your religion? What do you believe about God? And why do you wanna send your child to learn about a religion you're not interested in practicing? And if it's just about academics, that's fine, then learn about your religion. The starting place is with the parent as an individual. What do I believe? What do I practice? How do I see religion and rituals and ceremonies fitting in my life? What do I believe about life after death? What do I believe about life? What, what attracted me? And if I'm just a cultural, whatever the religion, that's fine, nothing's wrong. There's no wrong answer. But the difficulty becomes in admitting to the self, I want my child to learn what I didn't. But you can still learn, you're an adult. Make some decisions. But that's what makes it a tough question because it comes back to, I don't want to deal with me. And so we kind of want to send our kids and you'll find you will be rewarded in the end because the more you know about your religion and what you expect, the easier it'll be for your children. And you'll find that life's difficulties will not be as difficult. And that truly is the function of religion is to help us get through the day. Wow, well, that was profound. I knew you could do it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rabbi. And once again, thank you all for listening.